following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they'll be stronger together. They can help your business from retirement planning, payroll, audits, tax help, and more. Go to BeanGarter.com to find out about the merger and also how Bean Garter is stronger together with Dorn Mayhew. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan, it's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1 866 838 HUGE. That's 1 866 838 4843. You ready? Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. I'll start off with a huge opinion on the latest story from the Washington Post. Now, again, I don't think you can believe everything you read or see or hear in the mainstream media. Mainstream? Yeah, mainstream media. Can't believe nothing. Hey, Trump got that election stolen. I know he did. Let's go for a resurrection. <laughs> that would be the mainstream media. Washington Post in their story says Michigan football sign stealing pro began after firm obtained video from school computers per report. So the big question is, okay, and, and this goes back to where I'm I'm still at the point of show me the evidence before we convict and condemn Jim Harbaugh and say goodbye, if it gets to that point. Show me the evidence. Because it's it's confusing that a law firm can obtain video from school computers. So who has access to a school computer? Somebody from the University of Michigan. Is this an inside job? What I say back when Harbaugh was suspended for Cheeseburger Gate. And the way the school just bent the knee for the NCAA, where this case wasn't going to get heard until 2024. And they still suspended Harbaugh for three games. I remember sitting, I think it was with Ballaskeen at the Tullymore Golf Resort in our annual fall football summit in August. And I said, this smells. Well, you get to this story and there's still no support. It says, no comment. We can't comment. NCAA investigation. Hold on. NCAA can comment. NCAA 
had open comments about Cheeseburger Gate. NCAA can leak to Pete Thamel or any high-profile college football insider who are all on the NCAA jock! So how does a law firm get video from school computers? You know how? Somebody at Michigan is a rat. Somebody with power at Michigan wants Harbaugh gone. That's why they embarrassed him to start the year, and now we got the new embarrassment and still no contract. If you notice how all of this ties together. Yeah, based on what we are reading, nothing we've seen, nothing we've heard yet. Based on what I've read, Harbaugh will not be the coach at Michigan next year. And I think there are some people inside the beautiful maize and blue walls who would be very happy that Jesus Harbaugh is sent back to the Holy Land. So there's reports now that interns and that there's a spreadsheet on expenses for tickets and a video from school computers. Who can get it? You got, like Soprano said, you never trust anybody you like. So it's an inside job. My Michigan sources are telling me there's more to come. That it's ugly. That it will be tough for Harbaugh to survive this. Because where you're at right now, and look at the timing of all this during a bye week. Excuse me. Is it a bye week? Yes, it is. It is time to... uh, What story do we got today? Oh, I got video from another rat who used to be an intern at Schembechler Hall. Let's go with the video here. Welcome to the NCAA Kingdom. I am King N with my family CAA. I will say this. I'm not defending Harbaugh. Why you would have a guy on the sidelines who's a staffer, if he got the signs legally or illegally, why would he be standing right next to you? It doesn't look good. The school cut his pay. The school won't give him a new deal because they're worried about the NCAA investigation on cheeseburgers. Oh, my God. Come on. NCAA enforcement. Was Michigan actually talking to a kid with leukemia during COVID? How do you talk on Zoom? Do you know that kid with COVID could have had leukemia too? This entire story is reeking every day like trash, garbage. That's how they say it in France. Did you dig out this garbage? So they're saying there's a spreadsheet. We haven't seen anything. They're saying there's video. We haven't seen anything. They're saying there's interns who went to the games and they lined up part of the Harbaugh Army with Mr. Connor Stallions. 
This is intern Johnny reporting for duty. I'm ready to go to the Northwestern Nebraska game because I'll be the only fan in the stands. And I have my iPhone that plays hail to the victors every time I get a call from my mom. Something isn't right here. Because you ask yourself, if it was this clown show behind the scenes at Schembechler Hall, how did it go on for so long with so many people looking for something on hardball and nothing, nothing ever came out? Because what you hear is, it's no big deal. It's Colin Coward. It's uh, the cheating. No, I. this is about the nefarious side. That report from the Washington Post, and again, they flat out lied. Okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tie the Russian hoax or elections or resurrections to the Washington Post, but they have flat out lied. Them and the New York Times, like Pinocchio Publishing, <coughs> playing a trombone on the nose. So the Washington Post story, same newspaper, I think one time, I'm not sure if it was them or another paper, said Joe Biden went to Delaware so many times on the weekend because he's meeting with aliens about the Space Force. Not sure if that was the paper. So in this report, which comes from anonymous sources, oh, we love all the anonymous sources, don't we? Oh, oh NCAA investigator, oh, Bill Simonson here. I have more anonymous sources. It is time to draw the carriage. And we will take on the king of the north, Jim Harbaugh. We will tear down Schembechler Hall. We shall be victorious. So this Washington Popo report. Uh, who are you? I'm Bill Simonson, sports reporter for the Washington Poo Poo. Yeah. You know what our motto is? Our stories are like blank. Anyways, the report comes from anonymous sources. Oh, that's, a, that's a surprise in D.C., isn't it? Anonymous sources? Alleges that multiple Michigan coaches and staff members had access to the files. Oh, my God. An outside investigative firm approached the NCAA with files and video from computer drives maintained by the University of Michigan. The Post anonymous sources say the firm presented a schedule to the NCAA detailing Michigan's planned travel for sign stealing the rest of the year. Who doesn't plan trips for sign stealing? I'm looking at my calendar right now on my phone. I'll go to my calendar. Hmm. Uh... Sun Ace has a football playoff game against Ionia Friday night at 7. Saturday, I'm going to the Michigan Tech game to steal signs. Uh, So the Post anonymous sources say that firm 
presented a schedule to the NCAA detailing Michigan's planned travel for sign-stealing for the rest of the year. The alleged schedule featured a budget of around 15000 with scouts attending more than 40 games played by 10 opponents. Hey, I want to know, tell me that sports travel service, anonymous sources, I want to sign up. I can go to 40 games, travel for fifteen grand. Is that $350 a game? $375 a game. I want to sign up. Hello, Anonymous Sources. College football travel. Would you like to go on a sign-stealing tour? It's only $350 a game. Uh, Ohio State led the way with as many as eight trips planned. That's beautiful. Anonymous Sources. Yeah, would you like to book a trip to go watch the Buckeyes and then send the signs back to us? You'll get five bucks off and a free coupon for chicken wings. Uh, so eight trips and more than 3,000 budgeted for travel and tickets. I, again, Superfly, call anonymous sources. I want them to advertise on the show because you can go to eight different Ohio State games with travel, with tickets for 3,000 total. That is less than 400, it's right there on that anonymous sources number at 375, a trip where you can steal signs and help Jim Harbaugh and the Wolverines keep winning and covering the spread. Uh, oh, hey, this trip paid off. Or would have paid off. Potential college football playoff opponent Georgia was next with four or five games scheduled at a total around 3,000. Wow. Yeah. How hard is it just to put a a spreadsheet on a drive and say it was maintained by Michigan? Seriously. I'm not lying. I got a spreadsheet on my phone maintained by Ohio State. I, I got a hey, there's one I got right here at spreadsheets.com, Superfly. It's the Michigan State spreadsheet. On quality players, completely blank on the left side. <laughs> oh, God, I, you know, I hate these stories and I love them. I think I'm narcissistic, which wouldn't be the first time somebody has said that to me. So this is, this is the news where really it, where the Washington poo-poo report that it says there was a spreadsheet for planning sign-stealing travel, which, I mean, hold on. I Right here, signstealing.com. We can set up a spreadsheet and get you in to see your favorite teams and cheat for your school. Okay. It's the other coaches involved. Because everybody's waiting for their biggest nugget out there, and it's Jim Harbaugh knew. Yeah, he knew. He knew. Connor Stallions is in his real name. It's Yevgeny Zelensky. Black Op KGB. It's not Jim Harbaugh. It's Vladimir Hopalf. 
I need to see some proof. There's so many stories, sources. In the Washington poo-poo, they've had lies, everything. People in line for an insurrection. You're in line. What are you doing? Oh, I'm taking over the Capitol, but I'm just waiting in line right now. It's a 15, 20-minute wait, but I'm okay. Are you telling me it's a resurrection? Is that with a razor? <laughs> What's that right there? Yeah. Yeah, they're trying Jim Harbaugh, signs to you. I sold, I sold signs, Arkansas Razorbacks. I sold signs for 10 years for the Jones family. Then he brought me down to Cowboys home stealing signs while I was riding bulls on the weekend on Saturday night and stealing signs on Sunday at NFL stadiums. On a serious note, all I'll say, if what has been reported is true, if what my sources tell me more is on the way and it's even darker and dirtier than this, Jim Harbaugh won't be back. And I think my opinion guess on just digesting everything that Michigan will get through this season. They won't self-impose. They won't. The Big Ten won't ban them. Lawyers can tie that up, and they will give up Big Ten play in the college football playoff next year. If, if, and I, I say this with a big if, if everything that's been published is true and has factual evidence, and if my sources tell me there's even more. That's darker and dirtier coming, connected to the sign-stealing operation. That's when, to, to appease the NCAA, Harbaugh will leave. So a show cause against him really will just be a dog and pony show. It's the NCAA. Remember, six years investigating wiretaps involving Kansas, LSU, and Arizona. And nobody. What, FBI. Who, who could have FBI wiretaps and not end up in jail? Hey, Billy. Uh, what's this green stuff right here? Cannabis? Ah. Do you know what's legal in Michigan? All right, turn off the tape. Six years for that, because they hope they will go away, right? Look at the heat on hardball over cheeseburgers and talking to, you know, COVID-19 practice violations, which, yeah, COVID was really spelled out. Everybody had a real good blueprint to work from during COVID. It was living day to day, literally. Look at Michigan not have his back and suspend him. Who's had his back? We can't comment. How about one person from Michigan if this isn't true? You know what really concerns me? And I posted this ad, a huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook. The longer this has gone on, I've been waiting for somebody, Santa Ono, somebody, Ward Manuel, somebody, a big former player, somebody. To say this is BS. What you're hearing are lies. We have proof that they're lying. 
Nobody has stood up and ever protected Harbaugh. They cut a salary. How, how much love has the school given Harbaugh in back-to-back Big Ten championship seasons? How often have you heard anybody from the school? Is Harbaugh tough to deal with? Yes. Did I have a relationship with him? And I mean on air, off air, before it began. We were hot tubbing. <laughs> and then he didn't like that I was calling him out when things went bad. And I said, fine. I, I was cool with that. I, I, I tell coaches, I'm not, I can do a show. I'm, I've talked for 20 minutes. I, I could do all three hours without a guest, which might drive some of you nuts. But I can. I have a lot of opinions. And I won't sell out. If someone wants to tell me the truth, you know where I built my relationship with Tom Izzo? Is that he tells me the truth. On the record and off the record. And I see the truth come out before it's ever reported. And he told me. That's trust. Which, by the way, Tom Izzo with Steven knocking down some free throws last night and him knowing the emotion of your final year with your son and you had that blessing and luxury, that's why I love Tom Izzo. And anybody who wants to rip Izzo, look at the players that come back in the fall like his NBA players before training camp started in the NBA and look at the players and alums that come back and see him during the winter at their annual alumni reunion. That's all you need to know. And Izzo getting emotional in a exhibition game because it's special to coach your son. And I think it may be emotional. There's a part of me that says this could be Ezzo's last ride. All those seniors, he's got some flashy possible one-and-done guys. Steven's done it. it again, I, that's just my opinion, observation on the outside looking in. But Izzo doesn't lie. Does he have to tiptoe through the politics? Yes. At times, can you totally wear everything on your sleeve? No. Because there are lawyers. And this is the problem with Michigan right now, is that the lawyers ran the show to try and get in front of the NCAA. Yeah, we're going to give them a three-game suspension. Yet, wait a minute, it's not over. And the lawyers running the show here. The lawyers ran the show during Nassar, and nobody could talk. And all State did was take the hits. Boom. boom, And rightfully so. So you have no proof yet released. Yet nobody from Michigan. We can't talk. We uh, we can't. Oh, oh, NCAA. We're, we're the only school frightened of the NCAA, the University of Michigan. We're the only school on the planet. You think Ohio State was worried about the NCAA when they had their ATM machines on the sidelines? No. You think about Harbaugh. His support lies within the boosters. The money that comes into that school. You ask yourself publicly how many people who at the time were employed at the University of Michigan beyond coaches or players. How many people have stood there with Harbaugh and had his back? How many times have you seen a press conference where there's someone off to the right or left? Oh, it's a, it's a disgruntled intern. It's a disgruntled uh, 
office support person getting all this out. Really? You think that level? No. I, I, I believe that when I look at the suspension to begin the year, I look at this as we head right towards bye week, all pre-planned. Harbaugh has taken on the NCAA. Yeah, is he guilty of having Connor Stallions around? Is he guilty of just being an ass at times? Yes. Has he endeared himself to anybody? Maybe outside of his coaches and players and family and friends. No. And if what they're saying is true, he's done. Done. This latest report, if coaches were aware of this and there were spreadsheets on Michigan computers, it's over. It's done. No coach. Hart's not going to be the next coach. Nobody on that staff can remain. If what's been reported is true, nobody can remain on that staff. And if what my sources are saying that more is even coming, will Harbaugh even finish out the year? I, like I said, I don't think Michigan will self-impose. But everybody seems to be grandstanding with this story. And with the Big Ten say, based on sportsmanship, you're not going to be allowed to play in the Big Ten championship game. College football playoff is a separate entity. Michigan means TV ratings. There's a lot still coming connected to this story. And I'll keep delivering the huge opinions, and we will keep you posted. Speaking of the latest from Ann Arbor, Clayton Safey from TheWolverine.com. He'll join us next. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. If you wait long enough, the pendulum swings in the other direction. All across Michigan, police academies are filling up. In fact, new sections are being added to accommodate the brave men and women making the decision to protect and serve. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police commends and welcomes these selfless, community-minded officers joining our ranks. We know we have more work to do, and with your help, the pendulum will swing in favor for all of Michigan. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he is a managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. And with the merger, there is growth and a chance for you to fill an executive or other high-level finance-related roles, either at Bean Garter here in downtown Grand Rapids or over at the Dorn Mayhew World Headquarters in Troy or at any of their offices across the country and around the world. They have a national specialized talent pool with ideal candidates for long-term placement, ongoing support for post-placement success. So if you're looking for that next chapter in your professional career, talk to Josh Garvey and the team at Bean Garter. Easiest way, you can call Bean Garter, ask for Josh Garvey, or go to their website, B-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com, or look for Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, on Facebook and on Twitter. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's pumpkin coin toss, and you can carve out wicked premium play prizes up to three grand. There are drawings every Friday in October from 5 to 11 p.m. And two lucky guests every hour toss to win up to $3,000 premium play. Be there for Pumpkin Coin Toss. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. 
Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. On the way, John U. Bacon, New York Times bestselling author. He knows everything inside the University of Michigan. We'll get his thoughts on the latest connected to Harbaugh and Shem Beckler Hall. Dan Gables, the greatest wrestling coach the world's ever seen. He's going to be in West Michigan next week. Grand Valley State is welcoming back men's and women's wrestling. To their campus. It's been years. Coach Gable uh, will be featured at a wrestling fundraiser on the west side of the state in Allendale. We'll hear from Mr. Gable. And then Josh Garvey, the managing partner at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew. He heads up their GR office. Lomas Brown will join me. We'll break down the Lions' loss in Baltimore. Look ahead to the Monday night matchup with the Raiders and have our NFL picks. Make sure you get your NFL picks in every week. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning if you want a shot at that $1,500 in cash. From Josh and his team at Bean Garter, play every week for free through the big game. You have until Sunday morning each week at thehugeshow.net. Let's go talk to Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. Get the latest on what's going on with this story. It seems almost every day, every 12 hours. We get a yeah. twist, a turn. Uh, Clayton, what's real, what's not real? Because there's a lot of reporting and sources, but I haven't seen anything which is kind of concerning with how much allegedly has been done on the wrong side by people connected to Michigan football. I still haven't seen any proof. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see what the next couple of days bring because right now it seems like the NCAA is in Ann Arbor, uh, interviewing some different Michigan coaches, according to different reports, and getting their investigation from an in-person standpoint underway. So I think we'll learn more. But you're right. It seems to be kind of a coordinated effort. One in the morning. We haven't gotten anything yet today. It's mid-afternoon at this point. But one in the evening the last few days. Um, you know, kind of that slow drip where a little bit more comes out, a little bit more comes out from a different national outlet. So I think that's pretty interesting uh, at this point. What's real and what's not? I mean, what we know is that Connor Stallions is really the only one that has been proven to have had knowledge of this coordinated effort to steal signs, off-campus scouting, all that stuff. Bylaw eleven six one in the NCAA's bylaw in the rule book. 
that's not to say that there there couldn't be you know things that come out that others knew assistant coaches Jim Harbaugh but at this current point according to the reporting uh, especially last night by the Washington Post Michigan coaches had access to a drive on which uh, you know in which there was a, a folder with some of this uh, evidence on there it doesn't say that they accessed that it, it specifically actually didn't say that it didn't say uh, it specifically also said that Jim Harbaugh. They found no direct link between him and this. So again, more could come out. You know, I would expect more media reports to come out. And again, we'll see what the Michigan response is once this investigation gets a little bit more underway, as they are, are in Ann Arbor right now. But at this point, that's that's kind of what we know. And it seems like the story from the Michigan side of things is that he kind of went rogue, and you know, this was an overzealous, low-level staffer who, for years, had tried to do whatever he could to impress the Michigan staff. Um, so that seems like the, the story at, at this point, uh, and again, could change and could, could continue to develop. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. If you're a Michigan fan, you have to be concerned about this, how quickly the NCAA got to Ann Arbor, notoriously slow on everything yeah. they do, and you look at the timing of the bye week, you look at that slow drip of a morning story, an evening story connected to this. It's obvious whether it's from within the University of Michigan, the NCAA, Ohio State, the Big Ten, wherever. There's a coordinated effort right now uh, to take down Harbaugh and the NCAA moving that fast. This is where, you know, I when I saw Chris and the Wolverine.com with this news yesterday, I'm saying, okay. NCAA is going to move fast because the Big Ten is involved. I look at last week and contacted Michigan State. I really think they're going to try and ban Michigan from the Big Ten title game. I, I really, and the NCAA will push the college football playoff committee. If this is all true, what's being reported, they will push uh, to ban them. And I know Michigan can fight it, but. Man, then you're what? You're going to win it and, and could have it taken away someday. That is the worst case scenario right now. But the NCAA, that quick in Ann Arbor, uh, that needs to be a warning siren. I think they're trying to spook them to an extent. I will say when it comes to this year, from everything that we've been able to gather, it's highly unlikely that anything should hap- or is going to happen with Michigan in terms of getting banned from the Big Ten championship game. Of course, they still need to earn their right there. Uh, Tony Petiti, the Big Ten commissioner, does have unilateral uh, power to do that, but it doesn't seem like at this point that's likely at all um, to happen. And same with the college football playoff. As you mentioned, NCAA can have influence there, but they're technically a separate entity. So I think at this point, uh, even if there is notice of allegations delivered to Michigan, they still have 90 days to respond. That means you're, you're just after the season ending. So I think this year is going to play out. Now, at the same time, there are different things on the table in terms of how Michigan responds and how quickly Michigan responds to what the NCAA brings forth in terms of evidence this week. Um, you know, Michigan could have a response. Could they suspend coaches? Could they suspend Jim Harbaugh based on what evidence is brought forth? I think that's the fear from a lot of Michigan fans that we've spoken to over the last 24 hours is how is the administration going to handle this? Because you see it around at North Carolina with the academic stuff in Kansas and a bunch of different institutions where they fight the NCAA tooth and nail. And I think the hope is for Michigan fans that University of Michigan does the same thing. I mean, show us the proof would be one thing. How did a private investigative firm 
get their hands on this info that included access to Michigan computers. Is that legal? Is that a dangerous precedent for the NCAA to set that private investigative firms can be hired by, let's say, Ohio State or, or a different institution to go investigate another institution? And then is that evidence credible? Should that inform an investigation? Um, you know, it, it's just a lot of different questions. Did Michigan break a rule um, in terms of having or did they find a loophole in, in having um, non-university personnel at these games scouting? Uh, is there proof of a rule broken? So it's, it's all these questions that I think that could delay things, drag it out. Um, but I think a lot of Michigan fans are hoping at this point that those are the questions Michigan's asking. Those are the things they're pushing back against and that the timing here will play out where the rest of the season will be unaffected. It's interesting what, what you said. They're trying to spook Michigan or maybe Harbaugh. And remember, right. Michigan, uh, even with a hearing uh, still in 2024, went ahead and bent down uh, to the NCAA and suspended Harbaugh for three games for a cheeseburger and minor violations. If the right. NCAA rolls in there with what's out there that Michigan internally could confirm, yeah, it may not be banishment from the college football championship uh, playoff or the Big Ten title. But I, I think if the Washington poo-poo story or uh, – Pete Thamel, uh, again, he didn't really handle Manti Teo too good. Uh, but uh, if all this is true, then I, I think Harbaugh could be suspended for the rest of the year because this all points to what I said in my opening huge opinion today, Clayton, that this is internal, this is external, this is really a fiery move to get Jim Harbaugh out of Ann Arbor. It is. I I think they want Harbaugh, and I think it's pretty clear they've had a vendetta against Jim Harbaugh really going back since January, but it goes back years before that. And I know you and I have talked about this on previous shows, but the satellite camps, you know, the different things where Jim Harbaugh, he took his team on spring break down to IMG Academy to practice in the warm weather one year. They didn't seem to like that. They changed that rule. So it seems like for a while they've, they've really had it out for Jim Harbaugh. And, you know, the thing is, as well is that it feels oddly similar to what they did to Pete Carroll. And again, Pete Carroll was, it was a little more serious there. They were, you know, those te- players were technically ineligible because they took benefits and all that. You see sanctions come down. He gets out of there, goes to the Seahawks, but it feels similar in that way. Where could they drive him out? Maybe they won't have anything totally on him. Uh, that would be a severe punishment, but add a couple games onto a suspension. Maybe he gets more for the burger gate situation. And he says, well, the hell with this. I'm going to move on to the NFL. So I, I think that's a possibility. And then you brought up a great point, too, that, that I should have mentioned when I was answering your last question is one of the reasons why the Michigan fans, I think, are fearful of how the university will handle this is because of how, quote-unquote, proactive they were to the first you know, minor recruiting violations, the Burger Gate, as people are calling it, uh, situation where they did self-impose the three games instead of you know, basically – uh, you know, go fight tooth and nail against the NCAA on that when Jim Harbaugh was adamant that he didn't break any rules or that he, you know, he didn't lie or, or um, you know, to the NCAA investigators the first time. So I think that's why people are fearful. That's why a lot of people are waiting here in Ann Arbor on pins and needles to kind of see what they do based on what the NCAA has. His name is Clayton Savey. You can follow this story. They have a lot of great reads up right now on the Wolverine.com, an update on what's happening with the NCAA now in Ann Arbor. Thank you, Clayton. Uh, Enjoy the off weekend. (laughs) Thanks, Ryan.
for having me. All right, Clayton Savey checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. You want to join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Your thoughts on what will be the just punishment or maybe the end result of everything we've read over the last week. And that's going on and more to come than my sources are saying. You can join us, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line, Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. I shared the photos from the grand opening of their newest location in West Branch. For those of you listening on 100.9 FM in the Midland Bay City, Saginaw era. Yeah, let me know what you think the just or end punishment will be for Harbaugh. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Everything HUGE 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Ladies, let's go see some men. The show, Friday, November 17th at Soaring Eagle Casino. Come meet the men of your wicked dreams for an affordable night of laughs. And maybe some mischief. The boys are back in town. Tickets for 18 plus, just $25. On sale now. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail, vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft distillery. Holiday deals are here at Meyer. Don't miss out. Right now, you'll find half-price deals on some of your favorite brands. Hurry in and get 50% off Columbia women's outerwear and apparel. 50% off select kids' activewear. 50% off London Fog Throws. And 50% off Edgar and Ash Young Men's Apparel. Plus, don't miss buy one, get one for a dollar select Yankee Candle large jars. Shop Meyer now for super savings. These deals won't last. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. You're listening to Big Rapids Sports Talk on 100.9 FM. 
listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Final segment on a quick and busy hour number one. Remember, if you want to join in your thoughts on the Michigan situation, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. What do you think will be the end result of everything going on right now and going down in Ann Arbor? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. And if you miss any huge opinion, our full show, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show, where you download podcasts and catch up and listen on your schedule. Big. Bad. Huge. following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they'll be stronger together. They can help your business from retirement planning, payroll, audits, tax help, and more. Go to BeanGarter.com to find out about the merger and also how Bean Garter is stronger together with Dorn Mayhew. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. We are back live across Michigan, hour number two. A lot of football to talk about. The latest on the Michigan sign stealing, or sign stealing, said that fast situation. That three S's right there. Sign stealing uh, situation. John U. Bacon, New York Times bestselling author, will join us coming up in a few moments. Also, Grand Valley State University is welcoming back wrestling on the men's and women's side. Plans are there for the women as well. Dan Gable is the greatest wrestling coach in the history of the sport. He'll be in West Michigan at a fundraiser for Grand Valley Wrestling. We'll talk to Coach coming up in about 20 minutes, also within the hour. Less than an hour, Josh Garvey, managing shareholder at Bean Garter. He heads up the Grand Rapids office. He'll join me in studio with Lomas Brown, former Lion, current member of the Lions Broadcast Network on the ugly loss in Baltimore in the game Monday night against the Raiders. So Josh and Lomas talking Lions in the NFL within the hour. We did throw out our huge question of the day. How do you think this Michigan sign-stealing situation ends for Harbaugh, the football program, and the university? You tell me, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Randy in Grand Rapids listening on 96 One The Game, our flagship station. You're on The Huge Show. Hey, uh, let me start by saying I'm a huge fan and a four-field Easter graduate, so I'm uh, glad to hear you talk about Eastern. Um, I'm, I'm going to say I think it's sad. Um, Jim's done a lot for Michigan, uh, produced a lot of great athletes, and if it is coming from within, I think it's, it's, just, it's just sad. And it's a, it, it's a terrible way to kind of kick somebody who's done as much as he has for the program. 
Well, look, think about what Michigan has done to him, especially Ward Manuel. Cut his pay in half. Was excited he was going to take, thought he had the Vikings job. Reportedly already had Bill O'Brien set to be the next guy, or Mike Hart. And then the new contract, and they try and base it on hamburger purchases, COVID-19 rules. Uh, there, There is no public support at all for Harbaugh from that administration. Santa Ono did when he took over, but then he got quiet because I think their Board of Regents control the power there. A lot of it's politics. You see it at Michigan State, it's at Michigan too. Carl and Grand Rapids listening on 96 won the game. You're on the huge show. Hey, huge. I, um, I just think that the, the speculation has kind of run wild here um, without much talk about what the actual rules are. I was looking today at what the bylaws actually say, and it's true that there is a rule prohibiting uh, on-site uh, scouting. But the old version of the bylaws explicitly prohibit third-party purchase of film. And that was removed in 2013, which is to say that it was now allowed for all sports. Actually, it was allowed before for football as well. But then they removed it entirely, which seems to indicate that it's allowed for all sports. So what you're so, saying, if, I mean, if, he, if he sent the interns and then uh, in stallions and bought the film, right? Yeah, I mean, it's not even abundantly clear that what they did is a violation. And everyone is just, I mean, the last caller said it's sad. I mean, they just, everyone is completely taking it as a foregone conclusion that there's guilt, that it's a, that's breaking of the rules, and it's just completely out of control. I, I think Michigan's been quiet, and maybe that's because they think that they've done nothing wrong. I mean, they may have, for all we know, already ran this by the NCAA. It was alleged that the NCAA heard about it and didn't act on it. I mean, nobody knows, but because of the explosivity and the clickiness of Harbaugh and the Michigan program, it's just it's gone wild. I mean, no one really even knows what it's going to amount to. Well, and that's why I'm saying, and, and I have another I, thing I'll add. Yeah, and I, I had prefaced everything, Carl, that if if I'm waiting for evidence, I've seen nothing, I've read and heard reports, I've seen no evidence yet to indict anyone at Michigan. You know, Connor Stallion's on the sidelines with a sign chart. There, There's no NCAA rule against that. I haven't seen him on the sidelines at an away game. I've seen him only on the photos. So there's no there, there's no evidence yet. But there, there are a lot of stories that read, like the Washington Post or Pete Thamel, that read very dark and dirty for Michigan football. Yeah, I mean, him standing next to the coaches, of course, he's the sign guy. No one's denying that. Everyone has a sign guy. All right, thanks a lot, buddy. I appreciate the call. I think John U. Bacon and other callers online will get to your thoughts on how you think this Michigan situation will play out. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Now, John U. Bacon is standing by, New York Times bestselling author. Nobody knows everything inside Michigan athletics more than John Yu. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing all right, Big Bill. How about yourself? Uh, I'm doing good. Just about you know eight, nine days ago, everything seemed like it was a maize and blue parade all the way possibly to a national championship. And now we get a story that just won't end, and it is a bye week, and Harbaugh has been an easy target, maybe from within, and also on the outside, NCAA uh, in Ann Arbor, 
uh, this week. Uh, John, the question I'm asking the audience, how is this going to play out? And look, I, I'll tell you this, Bill. Anybody tells you they know what the NCAA is going to do, they know how Michigan is going to respond to the NCAA, if they know how they're going to respond regarding Harbaugh's contract, which has still not been finalized, if they know what Jim Harbaugh is going to do, is lying. Because right now, nobody knows any of those things. Um, got you know some guesses, but right now the range is so incredibly broad, starting with the fact that this rule has never really been tested before. It's Rule 11.6.1. It's been around since 1994 as a cost-cutting measure. Uh, to reduce the number of coaches, not about ethics or sportsmanship or safety. Um, and they almost killed it two years ago when they said it provided a minimal competitive advantage, but they did not kill it. It's still a rule. And if you break that rule, of course, then you are now subject to whatever the NCAA infractions committee sees fit. Uh, so there's no template here. There's no sentencing guidelines, if you will, to borrow a phrase from the legal world. Um, there is almost no way to predict how the NCAA is going to respond in this case. From what you've read that seems to be credible, and again, you're a, a writer, journalist, uh, you could classify that better than most. What does stick out to you where you say to yourself, Michigan could be in trouble here? Well, it's just a drip, drip, drip you hear every day. Every day there's a new story. Every day there's more information about um, Connor Stallion, the analyst in question, um, about his travel plans, his expenses, um, involving other people to help him, which who may or may not be Michigan employees. I think they're not Michigan employees in most cases, but I don't know that in any way for sure. Um, so anyway, um, that, you know, the drip, 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 the PR battle I can, we can say pretty safely, I think, Bill, has already been lost. And no matter what happens next, uh, the Brewers and Michigan's reputation has already been suffered, I think. Um, so that has stuck out. Just the, and also what's sticking out is I can't recall a case where the NCAA has leaked this much or even at all. They almost never leak. Um, so this has been unusual that way. Um, next up, of course, the, apparently the private investigative firm that found all this from Connor Stallion's computer I can't recall a private investigative firm being involved in one of these cases either. Again, none of this ultimately matters in terms of it doesn't matter who the messenger is and all that. If they have evidence that Michigan has broken the rules, there was going to be a punishment. That's all there is to it. Um, but these are unique circumstances that I can't recall seeing before. John Upegan, New York Times bestselling author. He knows everything inside uh, Ann Arbor and the University of Michigan joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Yeah, the one thing I, I take from my 32 years of doing sports radio all across the country, locally, statewide, nationally, that when there are a lot of leaks, you don't have a strong case. That would that, That's kind of my read, my gauge. And I agree with you with the NCAA or an investigative firm saying they had access to Michigan computers, which doesn't seem legal, but I'm not a lawyer that if the NCAA had something already, they'd be pushing on Harbaugh uh, to be suspended just like Connor Stallions was. Possibly. I agree to what you're saying, but if you're asking me, Bill, uh, to predict or analyze how the NCAA functions, I gave that up a while ago. (laughs) So uh, when they did not pursue a case where the Virginia Cross player uh, tragically killed his girlfriend, also a Virginia lacrosse player, female lacrosse player, 
And the NCAA did nothing, which I think the NCAA should have done nothing because they don't not in the, they don't handle homicides. That's the FBI. That's uh, far above their pay grade. But they got involved in the Penn State case. Uh, there's very little rhyme or reason to what they decide to pursue and what they decide to not pursue. So in that sense, again, anybody says they've got a framework for how it's all going to happen. We've all got our guesses. And I realize these are disappointing answers, Bill. When you call a guy up for some expertise and he tells you no one knows a damn thing, that's not very satisfying. I get that. But that, I think, is largely the case right here. There's obviously a lot of a lot of gears in motion. There's no question about that. And the PR battle, again, is the one thing we can talk about confidently is certainly not going Michigan's way. One thing you do know, uh, you know the inner workings politically and privately at the University of Michigan. I stated on this show, and I've said it numerous times, that Jim Harbaugh hasn't had a lot of people stand with him on the podium outside of the day he was hired and the infamous pay cut and the current delay on the contract and uh, some at Michigan hoping he was going to take that Vikings uh, job. Uh, the three-game suspension for Burgergate, which still isn't finished with the NCAA, will be in 2024. So you ask yourself, why not wait? Why not stand up to the NCAA? Now we get this. Uh crickets when it comes to everybody else at Michigan. What is the Harbaugh support base in and out of the University of Michigan? Uh, It's hard to put an exact figure on it, I guess, or exact outline. I would say a few things about that. One, one reason why I think, certainly my strong hunch on this one, that Michigan said nothing in the current environment is that they are trying to obey the gag order, which apparently the NCAA is not obeying. Uh, but they are given a gag order, and they're supposed to not say anything about the current situation. So that might explain that, which also means you're getting one side of it, and Michigan's not responding. Um, I'm not sure what Michigan's response would be, um, but that's one aspect. Two, I mean, it's not a secret that you know Ward Manuel and Jim aren't particularly close. As you point out, that when they cut his pay in half, um, that contract happened very quickly when they're about to sign him to make him the richest um, Big Ten coach, that's taken a year and a half or so. Uh, but you also have to say, too, that if Ward Manuel was trying to get rid of Jim Harbaugh, then that would have been easily done in January of 2020. I'm sorry, 2021, when he's finished the two and four season, minus a game against Ohio State that never happened. Um, that would have been an easy time for Ward to get rid of um, Harbaugh and without probably a whole lot of pushback from the fan base and others at that stage. Um, so you, it's, it's not, I'm not seeing very many blacks and whites here, black and white situations. I've seen a lot of shades of gray, um, in most of these situations. Um, so that one included, I again, realize Bill is unsatisfying. No, no, because we were, none of us are on the inside. I mean, you're down in Ann Arbor and you've written many books connected to Michigan. You know, a lot of people that's, no one knows what the NCAA is thinking. No one knows what Michigan, uh, has and doesn't have, uh, com- compared to what the NCAA or some private investigator got from Michigan computers and lawyers are running the show, which means you're not going to get a lot of information. I I think this, and I think Ballas said it on the show a couple days ago, the biggest punishment for Michigan is happening right now where they're being labeled as a cheater. And I think that was, it seems to be this high leakage daily drip, if you want to call it, that you're punishing the hardball in Michigan that their success the last two-plus years has been because they knew the signs. 
Yeah, I think Chris is right about that. Um, I phrase it differently that Michigan is, we can say emphatically, that Michigan is definitely losing the PR battle. Uh, but in that case, and you know, maybe it's already lost, and in that case, the damage has been done going forward, that uh, the grumble will always be there, that him, the cheeseburgers brought up some of that. This is obviously going to bring up a lot more than that. Um, and also, it's got to be said, too, that, you know, you notice how Deion Sanders uh, does his own thing and doesn't really play a part of the coaching fraternity. Jim Harbaugh is very much the same. When he was asking for free transfers before the coaches wanted it, he's asking for satellite camps and so on. Um, there's not a big safety net there. There's not a lot of coaches out there willing to take Jim's side during this process. Um, I don't know if Jim cares that much about that at all, frankly. Um, but that's where you see it here, too, and also in the media, kind of the same thing. Um, but again, ultimately, none of it matters. It's, it, the PR does matter. Chris is absolutely right about that. And that damage has probably already been done. Um, but ultimately, it's going to come down to where is the evidence and what is the counter evidence and, and what should they do about it. And we're not there yet. And what are the precedents? We know about the Baylor half-game suspension. Here the NCAA. Michigan has their lawyers. Harbaugh can have a lawyer. Connor Stallions can have a lawyer. Uh, what's your precedent? You're going to punish Michigan and... Uh, you know, borderline death penalty, the program, at least based on uh, the court of public opinion, yet you did this uh, to Baylor. So there, there's a lot to sort through. I, I need to see the facts. I've been standing by that. A lot of people said I'm living in denial or are saying that. Uh, no, I'm, I've read and heard a lot in terms of allegations, but I haven't seen no evidence yet. Is that? Uh, that's accurate. I don't know who, I mean, obviously a tight circle of people who've seen the evidence, um, whatever evidence they have currently. Um, and yeah, I mean, like I said, you're in uncharted territory here. Uh, there's the case in 2016, the Baylor case you mentioned, where the coach, assistant coach was found to have broken this rule and was given a half game suspension. Obviously it's a slap on the wrist. Um, this almost certainly be more than that, whatever they decide. Um, but it's uncharted territory. This rule does not have sentencing guidelines to it the way, most of their rules do the way they do in the court of law. Uh, they used to have the level one, level two, and each came with various parameters, of course, accordingly. And this one really doesn't. Um, so that's, that's part of the equation there as well. So uh, more unknowns than knowns is, the, is my conclusion currently. Uh, more unknowns than knowns. Uh, that could be the next book uh, from John U. <laughs> <laughs> Bacon. Or it could be... Fifty Shades of Maize and Blue Gray. He's going back and forth on uh, different. What? What? Before I let you go, what is your next book? I know you're just wrapping it up, right? Uh, only kind of. Uh, I am up north right now for three days of solitary writing. You see how well that's working, Bill. Um, I'm supposed to be doing the shining thing with my wife and my son down in Ann Arbor and writing by myself, but doing a lot of interviews these days. Um, it is on the Edmund Fitzgerald, right in your backyard, of course. Um, and, uh, and that I'm supposed to finish the first draft by October, by November 1st. And that seems unlikely to happen, but I'm pushing hard as the next uh, con- contractual deadline. So that will come out in two years in 2025 with the anniversary of the 50th anniversary of the sinking on November 10th, 1975. One of the best writers in the business, New York times, bestselling author and a Michigan insider, John U. Bacon joining us on the roast umber coffee guest line. John, appreciate your huge opinions on the Michigan situation. Bill, always a pleasure. Thanks, man. Yeah, good luck riding there. Up north, cottage riding, doing the shining thing. I like that. Madam Muskegon listening on 96.1 The Game, our flagship station.
out of Grand Rapids that you can here in the Muskegon area as long as uh, you're in that area or Kalamazoo. How you doing, Matt? Oh, not too bad. How you doing? Good. What's on your mind, bud? Well, so this rule was um, put into effect in 1994. Is that correct? Yes, because they wanted to limit uh, scouting uh, costs at the smaller schools. Couldn't do it. Uh, again, I had Mark you on yesterday for Michigan High School Athletic Association. Opposing teams can even bring their own cameras to games to scout the opponent. They just okay, can't go so, to practices. But what, right, so we're we're talking about a rule that was originally intended for the smaller schools budget, correct? Yes. Not about if it was good or bad or if it was going to give them a competitive advantage, but because they couldn't necessarily afford it, so that way it was fair nationwide, correct? Amen. So that's the rule that we're talking about. I just want to be clear because I'm not I'm a Michigan fan, but I'm a I'm also putting myself in the middle here to try to figure this out. And for the life of me, I went back and looked at the scores in the last two years. They lost to Michigan State in East Lansing. Right, Kenneth Walker ate them alive. I mean, the scouting report must have been good at that game, correct? Yeah, Nebraska, it was. It was. Uh, look for the pass. Don't worry about Walker. He's overrated. Correct. They beat Penn State that year, twenty-one to seventeen. Beat Nebraska on the road, an unranked Nebraska team, twenty or thirty-four to twenty-nine or something like that. Uh, Illinois before the Ohio State game that year, almost came into Ann Arbor and beat them. I mean. I'm just trying to wrap my mind around the competitive advantage that was gained because of this, or, you know, the fact that they are accused of stealing signs. I just can't wrap my mind around it. I don't know how, how much of an advantage they gained by doing this, if any. Well, anyway, you have a good day, Hugh. Well, and thank you, Matt Muskegon, listening on 96 won the game out of Grand Rapids. Like I said, you can hear 96 won the game in the Muskegon area, also down in Kalamazoo. When you do step back and you hear feedback and you read, it looks like a hit job on Harbaugh. The leaks from the NCAA, leaks from other schools, it looks like a hit job. Even NCAA committee uh, in 2021 almost passed that there wasn't a competitive advantage. Actually, it's a quote from the committee. The vote didn't pass to end the rule, but there's a quote from them, which I think legally you could use if the NCAA is going to hammer you. Like I, and I'll just reiterate because people twist words and it's Twitter and, oh, I heard him. If what has been reported is true, I don't think Harbaugh will be the coach next year. If there isn't factual evidence to corroborate that, then he will be the coach and this will disappear. Because eventually you can report, oh, my God, it's Twitter. We're going there. Ah, get the pitchforks. Here we go. Ah. And there's nothing there. You're like, yeah, but you know what? I still think it's wrong. Todd of Bay City listening on 100.9 FM. The Mitt. You're on the Huge Show. Yes, sir. Mr. Huge. Big fan. Um, hey. I think you you're, you just took the words out of my mouth about a hit job. Now, listen, I don't know the ins and outs about the laws and this and that. I just know when when somebody's jealous of somebody and somebody's in a position to pose questions about somebody's good or not good character, I think it has something to do with us kicking Ohio State's ass. Maybe somebody in that organization is jealous. 
Well, but someone hired a private. Think, uh, someone hired that private investigative firm that reportedly has access to Michigan hard drives, which doesn't seem legal unless, and even if an employee gave them up, that seems, or a former employee kept them, that seems illegal. I mean, it's it's crazy. It really is, Todd. Right, right. And but I I listened to Deion Sanders about the sign stealing. Now he played baseball, and. He said that if he knew that a pitcher was serve, serving up a curveball, it's lights out. He said he could mail his playbook, his football playbook, to a team, and he wouldn't care because the physicality of the game dictates you've still got to stop that play, period. In baseball, if you know curveballs coming, right. you can you can sit out. If you know changeups coming, you'll just park on the back foot. I get it, Todd. Thanks for the call and congrats to a great launch here in less than a month for sports radio, one hundred point nine FM, the Metsterike. Let's go to Scott in Grand Rapids, listening on ninety six one, the game. You're on the huge show. Hey there, just a quick comment. You know, I. I think people are trying to minimize the whole thing of shine stealing and it's significant. I mean, this has been a rule since 93 and if it is true, I'm not saying I know anything, but I mean, imagine if you're an offensive play caller and I'm on defense and I know you're going to run it or pass it every single time. I could do some things to make it hard for you to basically run your offense. So it's significant. It's not something that just like brush it off. Um, It's a big deal. And if they did do it, they should be punished for it. If it's a low-level guy that's just basically going rogue, which I'll be honest with you, I could see it happening, where some guy is trying to figure out how to do the best job he can. Um, and so he goes out and buys tickets on his own and hires a bunch of guys to tape the games, and then he basically breaks it all down and steals all these signs. The upper-level coaches aren't going to care how he did it. They just want, the, they want to know the signs. They want to know if it's a run or a pass. So... It is significant. They should be punished. But I do think that it probably never reaches the level that uh, people are going to, that Harbaugh is going to lose his job. That's my two cents. Yeah, and thanks, Scott. Great call in Grand Rapids listening on our flagship station, 96 won the game. We do have other callers online. Stick around. I'll get to your comments. We're going to welcome in because it's pretty cool that Grand Valley State University is welcoming back wrestling. Now they're bringing it back, and eventually they'll bring back women's wrestling as well, and Dan Gable will be in town uh, for a fundraiser uh, coming up on the west side of the state at Main Street Pub uh, in Allendale. And I'll give you all those details uh, in our next segment. And Dan Gable, uh, one of the greatest wrestlers and wrestling coaches, the greatest ever the, in the world. And that's not an exaggeration. He'll join us. I promise I'll get to the of Michigan callers, we just had Coach Gable set up, and I'm going to get to him. And also, congratulations to the wrestling community uh, getting wrestling back uh, at Grand Valley. Uh, that is a big deal. It really is. It's a huge deal. And to have him back, I'm looking at some of the numbers. Uh, the matches, November 1st at 7 p.m. on campus, Grand Valley State Fieldhouse, between Grand Valley and Cornerstone, doors open at 6 p.m. First varsity duel in wrestling in 32 years. Joey Simcoe is a head coach, formerly coached at Tiffin. Fundraising dinner uh, featuring Dan Gable, Lee Kemp, and 
Miles of Mine at Main Street Pub in Allendale, uh, 4 until 5.30. Autographs at uh, 3.30 cost 100 bucks. All proceeds go to the GVSU uh, wrestling team. Jim Scott started the program in 1960, was dropped in 91. Wow. Coming back November 1st. So Dan Gable will join us. I know we got callers, uh, and we got Lomas Brown, Josh Garvey, Bean Garter coming up busy. And I mean a busy Thursday afternoon. Callers online who dialed in on the Mercantile Bank listener line will get to you. And the greatest name in wrestling history in the world, Dan Gable. He'll join us next. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Save more, scare more when you shop Halloween at Meyer. Shop quality deals like buy two select Halloween snack, single, or king size candy. Get one free. Get two for $10 on select DiGiorno frozen pizzas when you shop with Emperks. And for last minute shoppers, take 30% off Halloween indoor decor and 30% off adult and youth Halloween costumes. Find all you need for Halloween in one stop at Meyer. Exclusion Supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, High School Sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's Pumpkin Coin Toss, and you can carve out wicked premium play prizes up to three grand. There are drawings every Friday in October from 5 to 11 p.m., and two lucky guests every hour toss to win up to $3,000 premium play. Be there for Pumpkin Coin Toss, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for Michigan's number one med spa, Urban U. They have locations in the Grand Rapids metro area and also on the east side of the state in Northville. And guys, you need to think about what I just did. I got a hydrofacial, so I watched my pores cleansed in less than 30 minutes. And when they showed me the dirt and grime they took off my face, it was shocking. Urban U can help your skin health. Go to theurbanu.com to find out more. That's theurbanu.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. 19 radio stations strong for the station close to you anywhere. 
in this great state, go to thehugeshow.net. A few weeks ago, Mike Brand Jr. sent me a note and said, hey, there's something big connecting to wrestling returning at the D2 level at Grand Valley State University. And Dave Mills is the coach. And could you get somebody on to talk about the event? And I said, sure, just keep me posted. Let me know what's going on. And Dave has ran the club program there at Grand Valley on the west side of Michigan since 2000. And now they're going back as an official school sport. Women's wrestling will come in next year, and they're having a huge fundraiser before their first match. On November 1st at 7 p.m. is the match against Cornerstone on campus at Grand Valley. But earlier that day, there will be a fundraising dinner featuring Lee Count, Miles Amin at the Main Street Pub in Allendale from 4 until 5.30 autographs and the money raised there will go towards Grand Valley Wrestling. And they have brought in a man who's the greatest ambassador for the game or the sport of wrestling, uh, the best wrestling coach in the history of the world. I think we can say that and a great wrestler in his own right. Wrestling has been his life, Dan Gable. It's an honor, pleasure to have him on the huge show across Michigan. Welcome in, Coach. Uh, that's big. Uh, that, that was a, quite a introduction for me. Uh, I know that I've done a, quite a few things, but uh, you know, I'm still still out there trying to get things accomplished, and that's why I'm heading up to uh, Allendale. You know, that's why I'm heading to Allendale because uh, it's been without a wrestling program for. 30 years or, or something like that. I have connections. I've been there. Uh, I was there for the Olympic uh, wrestling trials back in 84. And that was, uh, it was, as you could say, it was a huge one, but you know, I had all kinds of things happen to me there when I was there. I mean, the day before when I got there, they wanted to take me fishing on, I think, I don't know, is the river, is there a river uh, called a truckie or truck or uh, something like that, not too far away from there. And he took me there and I caught some nice bass and and I ended up losing my billfold into the bottom of the river and uh, I lost a lot of things from that. But uh, it, it made me change putting my billfold from my back to my front and ever since then. So that's a marker in my life, but, uh, it was a, it, it was, uh, a, a Olympic trials where we allowed protests and, uh, all of a sudden somebody won a protest and all of a sudden there was 25 more protests. And so it just, we, I think we learned a lot from, uh, going to Allendale and Grand Valley state. And it was, uh, a, 1984, and we ended up uh, dominating the Olympics in L.A. in wrestling. So, you know, I remember a lot of good things, but I'm just happy that we're getting the program back and adding a female. So I'm that's my game. I've been at it all my life from the day I was born till my birthday, which was yesterday, now 75 years. So, you know, I'm a, I've been around a long time, and uh, I, I want to see this sport uh, going to the very top. Yeah, Jim Scott did uh, start the program at Grand Valley State University. 1960 program was dropped in 91 when they were a D2 power. And Jim was instrumental in bringing you and the crew in for the 84 U.S. Olympic trials. And now they have a state-of-the-art Harris Athletic Complex, $15 million new facility, new wrestling room, locker rooms, 
uh, weigh-in room, training room, academic success center. John and Diane Harris uh, and family donated $3 million bucks. So uh, GVSU will be wrestling Cornerstone on November 1st. And that day at Main Street Pub in Allendale on the west side of the state, Dan, Lee Kemp, Miles Amin, uh, Main Street Pub, 4 until 5.30 autographs at 3.30. The cost is 100 bucks and all proceeds. And we'll go to Grand Valley State Wrestling. Where, where is the sport, before I let you go, Coach, where is the sport of wrestling from the youth level to high school to college wrestling uh, to international uh, matches? Where, where is the sport at today compared to where it was back in 84 when you were getting your team ready for L.A. in Allentale? First of all, I don't want to forget about President Mantella, but you know she's the one that's uh, I think spearheaded this uh, wrestling thing. But where is the sport? Well, I'm telling you right now, uh, we I look at it a little different than most people because most people look at it like where are we at, at in, within the United States, and right now within the United States. We are making it happen. Uh, by that, I'm saying, you know, Penn State's been kind of dominating, but Iowa's not too far behind. Michigan's uh, right there. Uh, we um, are adding programs, men's programs, finally, and thanks to women's programs. But I, I look at it from a world point of view because there's a lot of wrestling in the world. I mean, wrestling goes back forever. And uh, some of our biggest competitors are not quite at their peak just because of the political conflicts that are going on in the world of, uh, of, uh, of whatever, who thinks they're right, I guess. And so, you know, like Russia, they're, they're, they, they can't even wrestle in the wrestling in the championships uh, at the world level. A lot of their other countries that are associated with Russia camp, North Korea, uh, Iran. These are some really good wrestling countries, but the United States is uh, actually kind of taken over right now because some of these countries are so much in conflict and they can't even uh, go there and represent themselves right now. So it's, um, it's a good time in the United States at, from USA Wrestling. We're on the move uh, with college programs right now, uh, thanks to females. And I'll tell you what, uh, we just need to get our conflicts in order because everybody wants that, and then we'll be back to uh, uh, really growing the sport worldwide. Dan Cable, uh, living legend. He'll be in Allendale, Michigan, Grand Valley State. Uh, D2 Wrestling is back as a school sport. They'll take on Cornerstone on November 1st uh, for, or actually, yeah, it'll be uh, 3 until 430 at Main Street Pub in Allendale. Uh, You can meet, get an autograph, money raised there. We'll go to Grand Valley Wrestling, Dan Gable, Lee Kemp, and others. Uh, Coach, uh, congrats on an unbelievable life in wrestling. Still a lot in front of you, and we'll see you in Allendale, okay? Hey, I want to see a lot of people there. Uh, It's a long ways to go. I'm driving there. I've got a guy that's helped me drive. We're going to drive. It's like a tight schedule, and so basically – uh, I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of people. I mean, I, I don't want a seat available in that place that I'm going to. And I want them lined up down the street because that's what we need. And I'll tell you what, uh, the state of Michigan has a lot of history. 
and we want to keep that going. So yeah. uh, I'm happy. I'm happy to be there. Yeah, that will be a Main Street Pub in Allendale on November 1st, 4 p.m. until 5:30. Uh, it was a fundraising dinner. Autographs at 3:30 early. Cost 100 bucks. All proceeds go to GVUS or GVSU Wrestling. Dan Gable, Lee Kemp, Miles Amin at Main Street Pub in Allendale. And that match is at 7 p.m. The return of wrestling at Grand Valley State, 7 p.m. Grand Valley State Fieldhouse. That will be on November 1. Coach, safe travels. We'll talk soon. Hey, I don't usually like having to give, you know, get money from an autograph, but this is not for me. It's for the sport, so I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you, man. I, I was looking at Gable's unbelievable numbers. 64-0 in high school, three-time Iowa high school state champion. 117-1 and his college career record at Iowa State. As a coach at Iowa, 355-21-5. He's been an Olympic champion, world champion, Pan-American Games champion, NCAA champion. Wow. Biggest name in the world ever in wrestling. Meet him November 1st. 4 until 5.30, 3.30, the autographs at Main Street Pub in Allendale. And welcome back wrestling to Grand Valley State against Cornerstone. That will be on November 1st at the GVSU Fieldhouse in Allendale. Huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. It is time to go inside the leadership locker room once again with Greg Harris. He joins us. How you doing, my man? I'm doing great, Billy. Good to see you. All right, let's talk about that sage book and sage advice and uh, what you can bring to the table with people listening right now. The book itself was a wonderful project for me to honor my parents and grandparents and the wisdom they gave me, the sage advice. The sad part, Billy, is sometimes we don't listen. We think we know. And the book really, I hope, is a message for those that buy it and read it. Go back and learn from your elders and people that mentored you because they give you nuggets to live by. I didn't always do that, Bill. That's the part of the book. What do you think is the best nugget uh, somebody uh, who was a little bit older than yourself gave you that you still use today to maximize leadership? My grandpa was a good businessman, and he said to me, Hey, Greg, don't put lipstick on a pig. If it's a bad deal, walk away. And your grand... Father was a smart man. Smart man, exactly. Yeah, yeah there you go. All right, Greg Harris again. Uh, Sage Advice yep. is the book available uh, wherever you get your books. And also you can go to MaximizeLeadership.com uh, to find out more. That's MaximizeLeadership.com. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks Checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Ladies, let's go see some men. The show, Friday, November 17th at Soaring Eagle Casino. Come meet the men of your wicked dreams for an affordable night of laughs. And maybe some mischief. Oh the boys are back in town. Tickets for 18 plus, just $25. On sale now. 
office and etix.com. Sexy costume, hot dance moves, your sensational night of fun returns. Hunks, the show, November 17th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan on a Thursday, presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Carter. Soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. Josh heads up the Grand Rapids office. Dorn Mayhew has her world headquarters on the east side of the state in Troy. Josh will join me in studio. We'll talk about the Lions' last loss and the Raiders' game on Monday. Lomas Brown, former Lion, member of the Lions Radio Network, also, will be with us. NFL picks coming up with Lomas, Josh, and myself. We also have our huge question of the day, the Michigan sign-stealing situation. How will that play out in the end? You can join us at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Now, if you miss any of my huge opinions, our hours, our full shows, our podcasts are free. And we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and catch up and listen on your schedule. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they'll be stronger together. They can help your business from retirement planning, payroll, audits, tax help, and more. Go to BeanGarter.com to find out about the merger and also how Bean Garter is stronger together with Dorn Mayhew. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. What's up, Michigan? It is time for another hour on the only syndicated afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net inside this hour. Courtesy of our friends from Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year with managing shareholder Josh Garvey and Lomas Brown, the former Lion great and current broadcaster with Dan Miller, TJ Lang on the Lions Radio Network. Each and every week we get together. And we talk about the Lions' previous game. We look ahead to their next game, and we'll give you our NFL picks. So, Josh, welcome back, my friend. Thank you. 
Good to have you, man. Hey, thanks for you having me. You look ready. I'm ready. You do. You got your game I'm face ready. on. You're angry about Baltimore. I think <laughs> I think the loss to Baltimore Lomas has put everybody in a hangry mood. Okay. Yeah. Hey, it put me in an angry mode, and I had to sit there and witness the whole mm. thing and try to comment on what I was seeing. But huge, Josh, it was no commenting on that. We just didn't show up. Uh, plain and simple. That was a game that we didn't show up at. Baltimore was ready. They had a game plan for us. They executed their game plan to a T, and they came out with a convincing victory. And, you know, we're, we, it just makes us have to make some adjustments that we're going to have to do to get ready for a Las Vegas team coming in here on Monday night. Okay, so Lomas, you played. You've been around the game your entire life. And we see we see this more in the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, pro sports more than college or high school sports, where a coach or a team will say, "It's on me. We just didn't show up to play." Why is it in the NFL? Do we get games like we saw last year at Carolina with the Lions, or you get this game at Baltimore, and it's coaches and players? It's on the entire team, both sides. It is. Hughes, the best coach I ever had. Frank Gans, our special team coach, the great Frank Gans, used to always tell us, best team on game day. And that's what it is in the NFL compared to any other sport. You, whatever, whoever's playing the best on that day is going to win the game. And he used to tell us and reiterate that to us all the time. You could be the better team and not win that day. It's the best team on game day, and that's the team that executes the best. That's the team that has the best game plan. That's the team that's going to win, and it's, it's also prevalent in the game of football. So, Lomas, are there weeks where, okay, you're, you're the Lions. You just won another road game. You're off to a great start. You're not going to go, you know you have one loss to Seattle. You're not going to go undefeated. You're looking at your division. You know if you get the double-digit wins, you probably win the division. And we'll talk about Minnesota and beating the Niners and could they challenge the Lions. But are there not games you circle, but you walk in, you're on the road, you know it's a loaded squad on the other side, that the emotion just isn't there that Dan Campbell talked about the preparation needs to be stronger, that you just have a flat week. Has that happened when you've been a professional football player? Yes, it has. Yes, it has happened. Where, like I say, you are the better team or you're a team that's coming in and you know that you can compete with the team that you're playing up against. And you come in, and, and you know it. You know it early in the game. And I knew it early in the game with the Lions. Things they, they would just think about all the uncharacteristic things that they were doing early in that game, huge. I mean, they weren't getting pressure on Lamar. He had plenty of time to throw the ball, throw the ball even though we knew he, his, his offensive line wasn't at his full strength. You know, we said the things that we needed to do which was to be able to establish the run because we know everything that we do is predicated off play off the run, which opens up play-action pass, which we know Jared is the best in the league at doing that. That didn't happen. We had penalties. Um, you know, we just did, like I say, so many uncharacteristic things that we hadn't did over the last three, four weeks 
that we did in that game. And when you got a guy like Lamar Jackson that's playing at the level that he played at in that game mm. and the way he was able to execute, that's what happened. Yeah, like I said, I hadn't seen the Lions like that. It reminded me exactly of Carolina where they had something on the line and they're like, how can they lay an egg, especially a Christmas egg, Christmas Eve egg? You're playing for something. Then they came right back against the Packers and delivered one of their best performances ever as a franchise on the road to deny the Packers who were playing for the playoffs. So it can go quickly both ways in the NFL, and that's why Monday – I think it's important, and Josh Garvey, managing shareholder for Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. It's not hyperbole. I know we've all been riding the Honolulu Blue train, but it's a must win uh, on Monday night, Josh, for the Lions. It really is. Uh, I like what Lomas said with best team on game day. Lomas, I like that a lot. And I. The, the Raiders, if we show up with that same passion, it's the Raiders. They could they could very well win the game. This is professional football, and they have some good players. So, it's a must win game. Uh, it is at home, but they better bounce back from that, and hopefully, they take a lesson of of uh, preparation and, and 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 mental state of those games because Raiders are coming to play, and uh, we better bounce back. It's a must win. I agree. And Josh is the managing shareholder. Josh Garvey, Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew. Dorn Mayhew's. World Headquarters in Troy on the east side of the state. And Loma, something we've all talked about uh, each week uh, on this segment is that the injuries were going to catch up to the Lions uh, sooner or later. And I think not having Montgomery and not having the true play action, and I know Gibbs had a decent day. He really did. And we'll get to the J-Mo Williams uh, catching academy uh, in a moment, but... Uh, the the injuries. Uh, it's not an excuse, but it's just part of the NFL. And just like you said, who's the better team? And also, who has more of their ones versus twos or threes playing? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and we all know that injuries are going to play a big part in this game. And you're right, man. We've been hit very hard, if you think about it. We've been hit very hard very early in this season with some significant injuries uh, to some of our good players. So I'm hoping that it balances it out. And, you know, hopefully we, we'll see the the worst of this injury bug that we're going through. But, yeah, man, I, I felt that, like I told you, that David Montgomery, for some reason – He's the call to that engine. He makes everything goes. Even with Jared Goff in there, even with Amon Ross St. Brown in there, to me the most important person is uh, is David Montgomery, and it shows. It, it, it shows with how the defense, how the defenses are defending us. Um, Baltimore did a great job uh, attacking our line of scrimmage. They played downhill because they didn't have to worry about, you know, David Montgomery with his tackle, his, uh, uh, you know, being able to break tackles and make guys miss. That element wasn't there in the game. So, you know, it kind of took out a big part of what they had to defend. So, yeah, man, we need him. We need him back as soon as we can get him. And we need a healthy David Montgomery, too. Lomas Brown, former Lion, part of Lions Radio Network each and every week, courtesy of Josh Garvey, the managing shareholder at Bean Garter, heads up their 
Grand Rapids office, soon to be Dorian Mayhew at the end of the year. The new sign is up on the building. If you're driving through the S-curve area on 131 in downtown GR, also Josh and his team, they have put up the $1,500 in cash. If you're better than me at picking pro football games, you can play every week until Sunday at the show.net. So, Josh, uh, your thoughts on the matchup with the Raiders? Why do you like the Lions big, tight game? Or are they in trouble Monday night at home? Uh, I, th- I like the Lions at home here to get a win. Um, bounce back from last week. I think they're going to come in with a lot of intensity. Um, I think Dan Campbell is very good at rallying behind. Uh, you listen to his conference. I mean, he was definitely let down. I think that he's he's going to rally the troops to come into play. Not convinced the Raiders are put together yet. I think Coach uh, McDaniel's over there has had some issues, especially on the road. They've got some key players injured over there, too. Um, and I think in Detroit, it's going to be, uh, I think you said last week, huge about an all-day tailgate for a Monday night game. I think that crowd will be loud, um, and I think Las Vegas is going to struggle. So I like the Lions. Um, I'm going to say Lions by around 10. Uh, I, I could see that happening. So um, I like the Lions by 10. Lomas, uh, looking at uh, the Raiders uh, on film uh knowing what you watched last sunday in baltimore uh how the lions match up against the raiders what do you think goes down monday night in detroit i i just really think what we're gonna have to do regardless of who uh's gonna start either jimmy g or they talking about maybe the back their backup quarterback i can't think of his name whoever it is we got to get pressure on them. We got to be able to get them off his spot. We got to get them uncomfortable. And it has to start early in the game. You got to, I mean, coming off the bus, we got to, even if we got to send pressure, you know, manufacture pressure, we got to be able to get the quarterback uncomfortable and off his spot early in this game. Because regardless of who it is, if they get comfortable back there, they're going to pick you apart because they got weapons. You're talking about Devontae Adams. Uh, I don't know. I think Josh Jacobs is healthy. You know, you they got they got uh, they got guys over there on the offensive side of the ball. And like you said, brought up uh, their head coach Josh McDaniels. You know, I mean, he's a, a brilliant guy. He he's a brilliant play designer. So we're going to have to do that. I'm looking at that side of the ball. Um, to be able to, the, I think, the, the catalyst this whole thing. We're going to have to be the lead, but it's going to have to start right then to me getting pressure on the quarterback. His name is? Aiden O'Connell. Aiden O'Connell starting, not uh, Garoppolo. Uh, I was going to say yeah. his name is Josh Garvey. He goes, Aiden O'Connell. I'm like, oh, my God, Josh Garvey. <laughs> He's an alien. He's two people at once. <laughs> I was going to say his name is Lois Brown. He with Josh Garvey. I looked at him. He goes, Aiden O'Connell. Yeah, so no Garoppolo on, on Monday night. And I'm like thinking, my name is Aiden O'Connell. Oh, my God. He's a black op uh, special soldier. He's not Josh Garvey. He's Aiden O'Connell. He's playing Monday. I, I, I don't think it matters who's the quarterback. I really don't. I If the Lions don't have a monster bounce back game, then they're not the team we thought they were to start the season, Lomas. I think it's that simple. So you would, you would, you would, you would hit the panic 
button after this. After this, if they then yeah, down. off of Baltimore, if they lose to Aiden O'Connell again, slash Josh Garvey, not sure <laughs> if they lose to Aiden O'Connell at home and another home loss off of. So you're, you'd have two home losses, and you would have the embarrassment at Baltimore. Not panic, but extreme concern going into the bye week. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, again, if you look at the Raiders' defense, too, I mean, if Max Cosby, he has – Crosby has to be accounted for. They got a nice little defense. I mean, it, uh, huge. I look at it this way. I, people been looking at their schedule and saying, oh, these games. I don't think it's any game in the NFL. Yeah, on paper, you might be able to put a check mark to it. But until you go out there on the field and play that game, I don't think it's any game in the NFL you can just look at it and say, this is going to be a victory. I think even all the teams that have struggled early in this year, you can see they're getting better. The Minnesota, the Chicago, you know, they're getting better and stuff. And you know that was going to happen because teams, if you're a good team, a decent team, you have a tendency of getting better throughout the season. So I don't think you can just look at the early part of the schedule and say, well, these teams struggle early, so we should be able to walk all over these teams. I think every team, and starting with Monday night, I think it's going to be a battle. I hope we're able to pull away from these guys like Josh say, and it end up being a 10-point 10, 10 win. But it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a battle on Monday night with the Vegas, Vegas coming into town. Lois Brown, former Lions great, uh, joining us each and every week courtesy of Josh Garvey. He is not Aiden O'Connell. We have confirmed that via DNA results during this broadcast. Managing shareholder at the Dorn Mayhew GR office here on the east side of the state, their corporate world headquarters uh, in Troy. Each and every week, Lomas joins us uh, in studio talking about the Lions. We'll get to our NFL picks in a moment. So, Josh, as a Lions fan, as a guy who goes to games with your family, uh, if they lost Monday... What does that do for you as a Lions fan? Don't hit the panic button, but I guess repeat what you said. Extreme concern. I don't think Las Vegas is a very good team. So if you drop a loss at home to a not a very good team, you start to think about what we talked about over at the Troy office with Lomas and and others uh, that day where we have high hopes on the season. Uh, You start to question, what did we miss? Um, So... I wouldn't panic, but certainly would have a lot of concern if they can't get this win at home against Las Vegas. Uh, would have a lot of concern um, heading into the bye week. So, um. yeah, thank you, uh, Aiden O'Connell slash Josh Garvey <laughs> and uh, Lomas uh, Brown. It, there is, you know, it, the pauses you're hearing is that all of us were on this unbelievable Honolulu Blue. And thank you to our friends from Coppercraft Distillery. You can get Honolulu Blue at the game. Uh, Monday night at Ford Field and also at locations all across Michigan 21 and up to drink it. Blue Raspberry Lemonade, 10% vodka in there. You may need a few of Aiden O'Connell has beaten uh, the Lions on Monday at Ford Field. They may sell out uh, at Ford Field and maybe even uh, Gary at Crushed Grape will be sold out there on the northeast side of GR. They just need a W. How they get it done no style points, get to the bye week, get healthy. Because to me, my bigger concern isn't that you got blown out at Baltimore. My concern is you need to get healthy. And uh, with the trade deadline, what do you do? 
Uh, if you're Brad Holmes, Lomas, I want to get your feedback, and I'll ask you in a moment, Josh. Uh, do you go after – do you give up some draft picks to get somebody in the secondary because your fans – Really, your start has the bar set really high with the Lions Nation. Yeah, I, 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 and I don't know if I necessarily go secondary huge. I think for me, I, I might need to see if I could get me a rusher, somebody opposite of uh, Aiden, uh, or even somebody in the middle that can push the pocket. I think I might look there first. Then, uh, to be honest with you, I might have to look at the receiver position. You know, unfortunately, and I know he wasn't a big part of the the offense this year, at least early in the year, Marvin Jones Jr., you know, with him unfortunately retiring due to family matters, you know, I, I, I think we could look at that position to try to strengthen there, to try to get some depth there at that position there. And, of course, the running back position, too. I think we need some depth there. You know what I'm saying? Because, again, this injury bug is showing you, you know, we're getting a demonstration of how it could be if we lose any of our major guys at those positions for any significant time. The only reason I don't say the secondary is because we got C.J. Gardner. You know, we seem to have some depth in the secondary, um, you know, right now. So I think we could get by if we could get a pass rush going. Yeah, so secondary, edge rusher, uh, those things are out there. Even, you know, and I know Marvin Jones Jr. stepped away because of family matters and he wasn't really a big part of this offense. Even a a journeyman veteran wide receiver because before we get to our NFL picks, and Josh, I'll start with you. Uh, Jay, you know, I, I've been a big supporter of JMO because of his speed, but man, I know the, the catch didn't matter when it comes to the game, but his hands have to be better. Josh, they do. Yeah, they do. Uh, I think we all have high expectations for him uh, coming out of Alabama. Um, haven't really seen that yet, right? We, we haven't seen that. And Lomas bringing up the fact that maybe a, a veteran receiver is a good move to make. I, I agree with that. I think we're kind of missing that there. Josh Reynolds playing well. Uh, Amon Ra playing well. Um, Laporta playing well from the tight end spot. But we're we're still missing one more guy there. And I agree uh, back to Lomas again with the pressure on the quarterbacks each week. So where does that come from? Uh, another edge rusher to support Aiden on the other side? Or do you put somebody in the middle? And I think we're missing it in the middle. Uh, that's just my opinion. I think we're missing that in the middle to help collapse the pocket on the other side. Um, it seems like we're missing somebody there uh, pretty bad. So, yeah, I think Detroit tries to make some moves. If this is the year we're trying to win the North, then we better make some moves. I agree, and I, I think, you know, Jamo still is a great deep threat. He gets open. I mean, I the hands, I, I was one of these guys a month ago, hey, give him time. And he had, you know, injuries, a suspension, he hasn't played, but – you know, had a great catch against Tampa. So, you know, the next week he drops a sure-handed touchdown. The game was out of reach. Uh, Lomas, uh, your thoughts on JMO? Well, I, I think if Coach Campbell and them going to put the kid gloves on them and not, you know, play them as much, and, you know, I'm not saying that's because of them. Um, my thing is, why is all his catches downfield? I mean, to me, if the guy's having problems catching the ball, 
You don't send him on deep routes or you don't, you know what I'm saying? So let's start off with quick, quick passes to him, quick screens, uh, different things like that, reverses. Let's just, you know, tosses, just to get the ball in his hands and let him get used to running with it, getting hit with it, making moves with it, doing all those things, and then let's try to expand him downfield. But I just don't think he's ready. One, I don't think he's, part, you know, he's up with the speed of the game right now. The game is still moving fast for him right now. Uh, two, he don't have any experience. I mean, think about it. I mean, a lot of again, a lot of these routes, he's just worked these routes in practices. He hasn't had experience going downfield, like I say, and getting hit. And you know, that was a beautiful catch that he had, but that was just one catch. So to me, I think they have to bring him on a little slower. If that's somebody that you believe in or somebody that you want to keep, other than that, man, you might have to start looking to see what kind of equity you can get um, if you're trying to build this team to where you think it needs to be built that, then you might have to start looking at trying to get equity for him. Wow, yeah, I think this trade deadline could be interesting because the bar is set high. Super Bowl, winning the NFC, home field advantage. You're looking at the Niners struggling. Eagles uh, found a way uh, to come back and get a W. It's there for the take, and that's why they need the win Monday night against the Raiders with Aiden O'Connell. There's no business uh, even connected to losing that game. Lomas Brown joining us, former Lion, every week courtesy of Dorn Mayhew, Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. Josh Garvey is their managing uh, shareholder. Let's get to our NFL picks, get through the games. Uh, God, our conversations are, are so good. They really are, Josh. Wonderful job today. Hey, thanks. Hey, May, get the extension tax deadline October 15th. You know, you're, you're, you're back to happy, Josh. I am. You are. Even though my week has sucked, because when the Lions lose, it affects me. It does. Hey, the cloudy skies, look at there's no sunshine. All there is is rain. That's it. When the Lions win, it's sunny every day, and there's, you know, unicorns and butterflies. It's beautiful. I agree. I agree with you. All right. By the way, we're the only football conversation show that can bring up unicorns and butterflies. I know. And food. Food. Oh, hangry. I'm hangry right now. I'm telling you. If I'm not eating within probably 11 minutes, things are going to go south here. All right. Let's go to the games uh, this weekend. Uh, Let's start with the Eagles at Washington. Eagles only giving them seven. Man, I like the Eagles' double digits on the road here. Josh, what do you think? little commentary. I agree. That that line seems low. I like the Eagles' double digits. It's on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, big board. Lomas, who you like? Philly at Washington, minus seven. Yeah, yeah, I'm going with Philly. Uh, you heard the Washington defensive lineman. I think that was Darren Payne went off. So that and turmoil over there in Washington. So I'm going with Philly to get this. Plus they need it. How about New England? Man, uh, yeah, they look. You know, Bill Belichick. Uh, well, who, who's going to replace him? Is he done? Uh, and he comes up with that big win over Buffalo. New England getting nine at Miami. Hmm. We'll start with you, Josh Garvey. What do you think? I like. Uh, I think I like the Dolphins minus the nine so at home. I, I think yeah. there's too much speed on offense there. I like Dolphins minus nine. Lomas, 
Oh, my goodness, you talking about prisoner of the moment. I know the New England won one game, but my goodness, nine points. Yeah, give me the Dolphins. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay, there you go. Man, I Lomas. Like it. Everyone, now Lomas is getting angry. Now everybody, everyone's off the rails. Superfly's off the rails here. Everybody's off the rails. Uh, the Vikings. Man, uh, I'll give Kirk Cousins credit. He looked really good. You know, minus Justin Jefferson, uh, their defense played really well. Niners, I'm telling you, this is the year. Eagles and Niners, the Lions, that's why they got to get this back on track. This is a year where you could grab a uh, home field advantage in the NFC. Vikings are giving the Packers a point and a half. This is one of my locks of the weekend, even though it's at Lambeau. Lomas? Yeah, I'm going with the Minnesota Vikings. I agree. Again, like I said earlier, those teams in our division, they're going to just get better and better. I see Minnesota getting better. Very impressive win on their part. I expect them to beat the Packers. I agree. I called Minnesota last week with the points at home against the Niners. Um, I you liked, did call that. I, I did. I remember that. Well done. Uh huh. I did. That's and, the only and... compliment you're getting from me today because I'm angry. <laughs> well, eat something, will you? I will. <laughs> but when we're done. <laughs> um, I like I like the Vikings here too, and 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 uh, I think they get a win, and uh, I think it's an easy win. So, all right, Rams uh, at the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys defense. Strong Rams are getting six. This is one of those where I'm not sure where do I go, but I think I will go with that Cowboys defense uh, at home. Josh, your pick. Yeah, I agree. I think Cowboys at home minus the six. Um, Rams are kind of up and down, right? They dropped the game last week. Um, I like Cowboys at home. Yeah, I'm going to go Cowboys too. At home, again, it's a lot of pressure on those guys to get things back on track. They know they got a big game coming up with Philly soon. So, yeah, I'm going Cowboys. Uh, Jags, and by the way, I'm going Cowboys too. Jags at the Steelers. Steelers are playing some good football. Pickett's starting uh, to settle in Lomas. Uh, I'm looking at the line. Jags are getting... Uh, or actually given two and a half at Pittsburgh. Hmm. I'm going to go Pittsburgh at home. I like that. Yeah, I, I like that too. I'm just, oh, man, I I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm going to go Jags. I'm thinking that Trevor Lawrence, ETN, and those guys are really starting to get it together. That could be a huge jump start and huge win for them if they could get that on the road. So I'm going to go Jacksonville with the upset. I agree. I like Jacksonville to win this game. And uh, I, I see Steelers playing better, Pickett uh, playing better, well-coached. But I do like Jacksonville to win the game. I think Lawrence has found a rhythm. I think the team is playing well. I think Jacksonville beats the Steelers this week. Moving on, Jets and the Giants. Man, this is the Super Bowl that never happened. That's what they're <laughs> billing it as. <laughs> uh, I, I'm surprised it's not a pick em, but believe it or not, and this is shocking, the Jets are a three-point favorite. Wow, on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, big board. I'm going Jets with that three-point favorite. I Again, it could be a push. It could win 3 nothing, but I'm going with the Jets <laughs> over the Giants. Josh? Yeah, that's a shocking line. I thought you were going to say it was a pick em. Um That's a tough pick. Uh, I am going to take the Giants at home minus the three. Um, 
Don't know why. Um, well, they're getting but, three. No, they're getting three. Well, they're getting three. Yeah, so it's the same MetLife Stadium. Okay, so they're getting three. Um, I like the Giants to win that game. So I'm going Giants to win the game. You know, I'm, I'm going to go Jets simply because they have the better defense. That's why I'm going to go the Jets. I think they're going to have the better defense. I think their defense might end up scoring points for them to help their offense. So I'm going to go with the Jets at home. Texans and the Panthers, uh, the battle of the young quarterbacks. Texans giving Carolina three and a half. They always say watch out for uh, the home teams being an underdog in the NFL. I think Houston, though, playing some great football with C.J. Stroud out of Ohio State. I love the Texans minus three and a half. I think they win this game by seven to ten points. Josh? I agree. Uh, Not much commentary. I think Stroud's playing well. Um, I think the Texans win. I think they're a better team right now. You know what? I'm going to go with the upset. I think that Bryce Young wants to show that while he's the number one quarterback, those guys, they like each other. They got a relationship. But I think it's always going to be that competitive kind of, you know, thing. Nature's going to be there between those guys. So I'm going to go with Bryce to get their first victory of the year. Uh, Atlanta, Tennessee is an interesting game. Atlanta with some great young talent, playing good football, uh, given Tennessee two and a half again, another. I don't know if I've ever seen this many home underdogs uh, on an NFL Sunday, but I'm going to go with the Titans. I'm going to take the home team here. I think they'll beat the Falcons. Lomas? Wow. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I think so. I, I'm just not sold on Desmond Ritter. Oh, my goodness. He's just a turnover waiting to happen, and that just kills their whole team. So I'm going to go with the Titans and King Henry to get it done. I agree. I like the Titans to win. I think Henry has a big game. I like Titans to win. Cleveland Browns uh, getting four at Seattle. Great defense. Tough offense. Deshaun Watson now John with fans going back and forth. Uh, that has not been a good fit from day one. I like Seattle given the four in the great Northwest. Josh? I do too. I like Seattle here. Uh, Cleveland seems a little disorganized yet, right? So a little trouble. Um, I like Seattle. Yeah, Cleveland defense is going to keep them in the game. But Seattle should win that game. I think they're just going to have a little too much for them. But Cleveland has a very, very good defense. And we know that defenses travel in the NFL on the road good. But I'm going to still go with Seattle to win that. Colts are another home underdog getting a point from New Orleans. Uh, that's interesting. In, in the I, I guess I'll go with New Orleans to have a bounce-back game here, only given one, basically. It's a pick em. Josh? Tough game there. Basically a pick em. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to pick the Saints to win, but don't really have a lot to say about that. Uh, neither team, not a lot of commentary, so I pick the Saints. I know. I'm going with you, Josh. Not a lot to say about it. I thought the Saints would be a better team, especially I did think that with Derek Carr under there. I know he's been a little banged up. I thought the defense would be better. So, yeah, I guess I'm going to go. I don't even know who we're picking, but, yeah, I'll go with Yeah, Saints, you're picking (laughs) Saints over the Colts. Uh, There are some dog games this weekend. I I will tell you that, some real dog games. Here's another home underdog. Denver getting seven from the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs will win this game by three touchdowns. Yeah. Wow. I, I don't get yeah. that. That's on the DraftKings Sportsbook 
uh, at big board. Chiefs minus seven, an easy pick against the Broncos. Lomas? Easy one. Now, I wonder where the money's going to fall on that on that game right there. But, yeah, that's an easy one there. Chiefs over. Yes. I'd have to agree. I don't know why that's seven. Why does that feel uncomfortable? Hey, is it, is it, are they that? playing in Alaska? I mean, I, <laughs> I know sometimes we're doing our picks and there's a game like in a neutral place. Seriously, is it like in a neutral? I, I don't think it is. I, I'm not seeing that it is either. So I'm just. I think Broncos have played a lot of teams close at home. That has to be the reason. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, Broncos are bad. Oh, Sean uh, Payton. I don't I, think he's ever going to. That, no. that, that's a relationship that. I don't see working out. So we all agree, uh, Kansas City there, right? Yes. All right. Yes. Uh, Ravens off the Lions win. They go on the road. Here's another home underdog in Arizona. Ravens are given the Cardinals nine and a half. I still like Baltimore uh, to cover that easily, win by two touchdowns. Josh? I do, too. A lot of points in the NFL, like we talked about before, but the Ravens seem to be really playing. Uh, so I'll take the Ravens. Minus the points. Yeah, they they got well against us. Be, even before us, they had kind of struggled. I'm talking about the Ravens. They really got well, but well against the Lions. I think they take that momentum. I think they take everything that they built last week against the Lions into that game. And yeah, I could see them winning by double figures. An interesting game here with Purdy in concussion protocol and. Uh, the Niners at home against the Bengals on Sunday, giving the Bengals three and a half. Something is telling me to take the Bengals. I'm going to take the Bengals plus the three and a half, especially with QB issues. Lomas, who do you like, Niners or Cincy? Where, where are they at? He- at? At San Francisco. Yeah, that's the only reason I'm going to take San Fran is because they're at home. That's the only reason because I like Joe Burrow. I like what Cincinnati is starting to do. They're starting to get their feet up under them. Again, here's another quarterback shuffle with the 49ers again, even though they still have one of the top teams in the NFC. But uh, So I'm going to go with them because they're at home. Yeah. Purdy's not ruled out of the game yet, so I, I do I do like Niners to bounce back at home. Couple losses right on the road. I do like Niners to bounce back to win this game. So. I will tell you, and watching that game Monday night and the Vikings win, Debo Samuel is the difference maker for that team. Nothing against McCaffrey or Purdy or Kettle or that defense, man. It is about Debo Samuel changing uh, the game, switching the field, and uh, putting up yardage. Uh, Bears, final one, Sunday night football. Uh, Bears and the Chargers uh, in L.A. L.A. giving the Bears eight and a half. Bears are up and down, tough to figure. Uh, Chargers haven't been scoring a lot of points. I, You know, I'm, I'm going to take the Bears plus eight and a half. I'm not saying they'll win, but I'll take the Bears plus eight and a half. Josh, final pick. I'm going to do the same thing. I, I Both of these teams are struggling. Bears are two and five. Chargers are two and four. Uh, I'll take the points at at the Chargers. Chargers to win. All right, Lomas, final pick before we say goodbye. Yes, sir. I'm going with the San Diego. I'm going with the L.A. Chargers, baby. They got to get it done. The coach is under pressure. They're talking about Justin Herbert not being the elite quarterback. You know, so I just think they're going to show up against a Bears team, and I think they're outclassed. 
Lomas, uh, enjoy that Monday night game. We'll talk next week like we do each and every week, courtesy of Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew. Josh heads up the Grand Rapids office or world headquarters on the east side in Troy. Uh, enjoy the weekend and enjoy that game Monday night. Take care. Thanks, you guys. Take all, care. All right, Lomas Brown saying goodbye here. Josh, also, solid job today uh, with the commentary and the picks, and thank you so much for the partnership. Thanks for having me. Go Lions. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top flight! It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. Week 8 of the college football season had some excitement with four games needed fourth quarter scores in order to find a winner. Number 10, UNC. Number 18, USC. Number 24, Iowa. Number 16, Duke. And number 7, Penn State all fell over the weekend. In the Mid-American Conference, it was the Toledo Rockets holding off the Miami Redhawks on the road 21-17 to improve to 7-1 on the season with a commanding three-game lead in the Max West Division. In the Big Ten, it's the Michigan Wolverines facing another potential NCAA investigation with a league-best 8 no record overall and 5-0 in conference play. Lord only knows what the NCAA is going to do, but it definitely casts a dark cloud over the maize and blue success in recent years. Our game of the week this week, number three Ohio State travels to see their former head coach Luke Fickle in Madison, Wisconsin at 7.30 on NBC. Huge here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's pumpkin coin toss, and you can carve out wicked premium play prizes up to three grand. There are drawings every Friday in October from 5 to 11 p.m., and two lucky guests every hour toss to win up to $3,000 premium play. Be there for pumpkin coin toss only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for Michigan's number one med spa, Urban U. They have locations in the Grand Rapids metro area and also on the east side of the state in Northville. And guys, you need to think about what I just did. I got a hydrofacial. So I watched my pores cleansed in less than 30 minutes. And when they showed me the dirt and grime they took off my face, it was shocking. Urban U can help your skin health. Go to TheUrbanU.com to find out more. That's TheUrbanU.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on The Huge Show across Michigan. 19 radio stations strong. Weekday afternoons at 3. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. And if you want to get in on our huge question of the day, how do you think this sign-stealing story will end for Harbaugh and Michigan football? You can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Also have a message from my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. NBA action is back. 
Pistons looked pretty good last night, had a chance to win it, should have won that game against Miami. Well, here's a huge offer from DraftKings, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. If you're a new customer, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And then win or lose, when you bet 5 bucks on any NBA game, you'll get back $200 instantly in bonus bets. So that's code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And basketball is so much more fun when you're in on the action, especially with the Pistons. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. New customers can get that $200 in bonus bets instantly for betting just $5 on any NBA game. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Only when you sign up with code HUGE. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms and always. Use that code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app and get in on that Pistons and NBA action right now. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerkPerks.com, member FDIC. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he is a managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. And with the merger, there is growth and a chance for you to fill an executive or other high-level finance-related roles, either at Bean Garter here in downtown Grand Rapids or over at the Dorn Mayhew World Headquarters in Troy or at any of their offices across the country and around the world. They have a national specialized talent pool with ideal candidates for long-term placement, ongoing support for post-placement success. So if you're looking for that next chapter in your professional career, talk to Josh Garvey and the team at Bean Garter. Easiest way, you can call Bean Garter, ask for Josh Garvey, or go to their website, B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com, or look for Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, on Facebook and on Twitter. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Final segment on a busy Thursday. Thanks to Josh Garvey and Lomas Brown for stopping by earlier. They do it each and every week. Presented by Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew. Speaking of the Lions and the rest of the NFL, make sure you get your picks in in the Beat Huge contest at $1,500 in cash from Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, could be yours. You have until Sunday morning to play every week for free at thehugeshow.net. That's thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge. 